Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success. When you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline, you will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. All right, let's move on to today's show. So today I have a very special guest. He is a personal friend of mine, a client, and someone that I just highly, highly love to just learn and grow from. He's very inspirational. A 22-year-old guy, I want to say kid, but you know, a 22-year-old guy that has built a seven-figure business inside the junk removal business. He has duplicated the same processes inside of the real estate space, inside of other businesses that he has. And now he has Junk Academy where he's helping other industry leaders start and grow their businesses to six and seven figures. And this is going to be a show you don't want to miss. His name is Kyle Lynn. We are out of St. Louis, Missouri, O'Fallon, Missouri, right outside the city of St. Louis. So Valley, Missouri. And we are going to be talking everything about how to, uh, the branding to cash cow and uh, build your personal brain and how to turn it into a cash cow. And some of his strategies that he's been able to use to duplicate his businesses over and over again. So welcome, Kyle. Thank you for being a guest on my show. I really appreciate you being here. And I'm uh, excited to kind of dive in and tell some of your story. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Amazing intro. You've definitely done this quite a few times, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, just just a bit. You know, I, I have uh, another podcast that I have for about three, four years now. And we're almost at 200,000 downloads and more than 200 five-star reviews on Apple. And so with uh, hundreds of interviews, so I, I kind of have a little bit of experience doing, doing this for a little while, but you know, enough about me, you know, I kind of want to dive in about you and figure out what is working for you. So if we could kind of start out, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story of how you got in to an entrepreneurship? I already know the story a little bit myself, but I want everyone on, on the show to be able to hear you. And you got people that are going to be tuning in from multiple different channels watching us live and whether they're listening, whether they're watching us on video screen or whatever. So let's just dive in and kind of start there and how you got started to being an entrepreneur. Awesome, man. I really appreciate you having me on again. And you'll probably hear the story a couple more times, hopefully. So I love it. Uh, 22 years old right now. Uh, really in high school, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. The reason I wanted to be an entrepreneur was because I like I want to live a certain lifestyle, right? I never want to have to worry about money. If I want to go buy a certain car, I want to go buy that car. I never want to have to worry about money ever. And that's kind of when I wanted to be an entrepreneur. never knew what I wanted to do. Uh, and I had the wrong people in the corner that weren't pushing me to where I needed to be to actually take that first step. Um, went to college, dropped out the very first semester. Uh, then I got a job as an electrician. I did that for 12 months. While I was doing that, that's really where I matured in my life. And I was on social media all the time. And I was looking at big time players crushing it. Uh, people my age who were making a lot of money, living a life I wanted to live. So I ended up quitting that job, started a junk removal company because my grandpa passed away. We hired a company called 1-800-GOT-JUNK. They came out to my grandpa's house. Uh, they re removed a pile of junk for like 1200 bucks. And I looked at my dad and we both kind of like knew, wow, this is a good business to get into. But I sat on the idea for a year. Long story short, ended up starting a junk removal company, uh, did about a half a million dollars in revenue my very first year, uh, seven figures the second year and started basically buying real estate through the business. 
uh, wholesaling and flipping basically the off-market leads that we got. We'll do about 10 deals a year doing that. And then now I, um, I started building my personal brand on social media and basically woke up one morning, had a few thousand people that hit me up said, Hey, will you show me how to start a junk removal company? And that's when I was like, wow, I could, you know, there's a business here. I can make money. So basically I, I tried coaching, you know, without even a coaching program. And basically I was just hopping on the phone. People were like, Hey, will you show me how? And I was like, yep, this is what we can do for you. I ended up making $27,000, uh, selling a coaching program that I didn't even have made yet. And I was like, Oh shit, I got to go make a coaching program. That's kind of how we got connected made a coaching program. And now we have 170 businesses that we've launched around the country and a hundred alone last month. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And just really focusing on, you know, scaling junk Academy and also scaling my junk removal company. Yeah. And you didn't grow up from a family or a background that was pretty wealthy. I mean, you kind of grew up in a very middle-class type family, O'Fallon, Missouri, O'Fallon. If you guys don't know O'Fallon, you know, it's uh, just even just a few years ago. Well, I say a few years ago, but it was probably more like five or 10, whatever years ago. There's, there's like nothing out there. It was just land and, you know, some businesses, but there really isn't a whole lot in O'Fallon. And I say this because it doesn't really matter on your, up, your upbringing and where you're at. It, it matters on the choices that you guys make and where you want to go and figuring out the steps that's going to help you get there. So why don't you give a little bit more background about like what your, your upbringing looked like and how that played an effect on your success today? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, starting with my my family, we'll say my my family, they are all, you know, they obviously want to make a lot of money, whatever, but they kind of they kind of grew up working that blue collar, you know, middle class lifestyle, we'll say. So, me having really big dreams, big goals, I would go talk to my parents all the time. I'd come home after a uh, bad day at work, we'll say, and I'm like, "Oh, I want to start a junk removal company. I want to start flipping houses," you know? And they heard it every single day, but they weren't necessarily, you know, they always, they always want the safe route, right? Like keep your nine to five job, you know, you're going to get a pension, you're going to get benefits, you're going to get all of this stuff, you're going to get insurance. And that's, that's how I was kind of grew up. It's like, I thought that that was amazing. And I thought that making six, six figures was a lot. And I really would say social media made a, made me like convert, I would say. Because I heard that's all I knew for my whole life was really listening to what my parents said, um, you know, but they've lived a, a life that, you know, they've always wanted to live. So that's great. But, you know, I'm wanting like something over the top, like a so over the top lifestyle where not many people can even wrap mm -hmm. their head around, you know, what you're actually going to achieve. So I would like to get to the nine figure level. And, you know, really, I had to go through so many obstacles in that in that time frame to actually make the first step. And I would just say, like, surrounding myself around the people um, who were going to push me to the next level. That was that was massive. But also uh, just being desperate. Like I was super, super desperate when I first started because I grew up when people told me, hey, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. You know, business, you know, you shouldn't be a business owner. That's all I heard my whole life. And I felt like people doubted me and I, I wanted to prove them wrong. And it motivated me so much more. Yeah, that, that's so cool. And I, I just wanted people to kind of get a little bit of context because a lot of people think that, you know, if you're, if we're making a lot of money, especially being young, that it had to come from our family or someone handed to us, but that's not exactly what happened to you. Like you earn every single penny 
that you got. You learned all the you earned all the successes. You learned the position of where you're at and everything you did, and it all came from a lot of grit and just really taking the time to understand understanding trends, which is something that I've learned from you. It's like, man, you you're on top of the game and trying to figure out what trends are working before they even get out there and do it. So, which it kind of takes me to the next segue of where I want to lead our conversation is what is working for you now or that has worked for you to help you build your seven-figure business? Yeah, absolutely. I would say social media is so underrated and I see a lot of older folks or even younger folks that just like, they don't, they don't want to post social media. They're just like, they don't like it. And the truth is, is you have to adapt. Otherwise, it's going to be so hard for you to scale a business anywhere. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing without social media. You, it's, it's going to be hard for you to even be here in a couple of years. And social media is amazing. You don't need to do the, the typical door knocking techniques or going into businesses. You know, of course, that stuff still works, but you can reach so many people just through a video or a picture. So actually, like three years ago, um, you know, I really went head first and I was posting every single day on social media, videos, pictures, you know, my goal, I, I, I heard a saying from Grant Cardone. He said, if you don't pop up first, somebody else will. So every time, every time anybody got on social media, basically my goal was always like, I'm going to, I want to be at the top of the page. And a lot of people said, man, I can never get you off my Facebook because I would post so much. And the reason why people don't hire you is because they don't know who you are. So you need to get in front of them and many, and many different ways, you know, maybe it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you need to touch them in every, every different place. Um, so really like with Facebook, for example, you know, they limit you to 5,000 friends if you don't have a following on there or like a business account. So what I recommend is like, you should have the 5,000 friends on your page uh, because they, they give you the option to have 5,000. So why wouldn't you have 5,000? In terms of who to friend request, you need to figure out who your perfect client is in your business, right? And the way I position it in front of all my students is if you go up on stage and you have the opportunity to have 5,000 people you know, out in the audience and you're pitching a product, would you, wouldn't you want 5,000 people that are potentially going to buy your service or your product? You know, somebody who needs junk removed, somebody who needs coaching, whatever it is, you want those type of people in the audience. So when you friend request 5,000 people, you need to friend request 5,000 of your perfect clients. And then when you post content every single day, you know, just normal posts, pictures, videos, you're putting it right in front of your audience and don't focus on monetizing every, every single day or the next day, just focus on the process and know that it's going to, it's like, you're in it for the long game. So focus, focusing on doing it every single day and building this massive brand, you become the authority, you know, in whatever your niche is. And that's exactly what I did with Facebook. And now I'm starting to do that with um, Instagram and TikTok. Really, you just got to post the content out there and you can't, you can't even think about it. Like people think about posting too much. They're like, oh, I don't know what video to post. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what the caption should be. Just do it you know, you really just have to do it, you know, and um, focus on just getting it out there and analyzing the data and seeing what posts got views and what didn't and what, you know, what the comparisons between the posts that did get views and the ones that didn't get views. 
Uh, so there are just like a handful of things right there that I've kind of focused on or looked at. Um, also, you know, things that I'm helping out with uh, my students as well. Yeah. So we're, we're getting ready to go on our first break here in about a minute, but it's kind of funny because I feel like you're using my language where we, we and it's kind of, it's really cool to be able to hear saying like, okay, if we, you got to look at Facebook as your audience and this is your stage. People are not looking at their social media as their stage and opportunity to be able to serve their audience. But when you really dial in and understand who your perfect client is, and then you're you're being intentional and focused on who that person is, that's who you need to be serving. But every social platform, whether you're using Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be, that, that is your stage and opportunity to serve your audience. Facebook, for a good example, just like you're saying, you get the opportunity to have 5,000 friends, but look at those friends as 5,000 seats in the audience that you get to serve. So fill those, fill those seats with your, your perfect client and making sure you're delivering a high value. So I love what you're saying because it's right aligned with everything that I teach and I talk about on a daily basis, but it's so true. And I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs really grasp that to the T. Like they see it as like, okay, there's 5,000 friends or whatever. And they're still hovering around uh, 500 friends that they got on there. It's like, dude, you are not maximizing your potential for what you can do with only 200 or 500 friends. You're not going out there and really maximizing the opportunities to connect with a lot more people. And guess what? If they're not engaging with you, if they're not out there serving or being able to like take in your content and they're just wasting space on there, get rid of that seat and fill it with someone else that is. So it's really powerful for you to be able to say that and just validates everything that I teach and how it's working for someone like you that's doing what you're doing and doing big things. So I'm, I'm really excited that you uh, were able to hit on that. We're getting ready to go on a break. We're going to come back. I want to hit on a few more things, but let's stay tuned and we'll come back here shortly. And now a word from our sponsors. Navigating the business world can be daunting. Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your success is our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show. All right, coming back to Kyle and really talking about how to grow your personal branding and turn it into a cash cow. And we talked a little bit about social media, but what I want to dive into right now is how, how are you growing your personal brand that is able to help you generate the wealth that you got? Yeah, absolutely. You know, kind of I wanted to, since we were going on break, I wanted to add something, which I want to start off on is like a lot of people think that they need a million followers to make a million dollars. And like, you could literally have 2000 followers and make multiple six figures or even seven figures, mm -hmm. you know, and how do I know? Because I've done it. So you could have little to no followers and make tons of money, especially in the high ticket industry. Um, but in terms of like what's really working for me, uh, what's like what's positioning myself is like I'm making sure that people know that I'm the authority. Like if you don't tell people what you do, nobody's going to hire you because they're not going to know what you do. So like every single day we're positioning content, uh, telling my story, you know, story sell, because when you become relatable, like, for example, you know, a lot of people who become my clients, they might experience a similar type of uh, a beginning as me, right? Where they're still stuck on the edge and they're trying to make that first decision. So we we tell the story a lot because people, we want people to be able to relate with that. 
and show them that it is possible. So we do that a lot and it does really well, but also just positioning content that like uh, providing a lot of value, you know, motivating people or inspiring people and just showing them what is actually possible with starting a company, specifically a junk removal company. Before, before we move on from there, I want to pause on, on this uh, topic really quick. Because you're you're saying like story sell and 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 what for and to help you build your personal brand, how often do you tell the same story over and over again? I would say a couple times a week, you know. Yeah. Uh, so so it do, so so it doesn't get old, right? Yeah, it doesn't get old, you know. And I'm not the one who specifically has to say it anymore. People have heard it so much that they can start to share the content for me. Like I have I have uh, people who run my social media. They know who I am. They've heard the story so many times. So they're constantly putting it out there. So I don't have to physically. But but, but I wanna, the point that I want to make is, why is it important for you to be sharing the same story over and over again? Really, but, you know, not everyone's going to see the first post. So constantly putting it out there. We Again, we want people to become relatable, you know, with myself, right? Because that's going to make yeah. them a perfect client. Like we're trying to target people who are on the fence about starting a junk removal company, you know, and we want to show the before and after, right? Before and afters do wonders. So we want to show them the before picture, you know, me 20 years old with my construction uniform on with a hard hat, you know, and then now at 22 with two seven figure businesses, you know, showing people that they could have that same process, right? And I actually want to share something. My closer always says, Kyle, we know that you can do it people want to know if they can do it too, you know, and that's what we try to show. So I don't want to yeah. sit here and talk about myself all the time. We want to show that people can actually do it as well, as long as they follow the steps. Yeah. So the, the point that I want to drive home is because so many people that, that I come to and we all, we all know that, well, maybe you don't know, but I help business owners and especially coaches, speakers, authors build their businesses online. So that way they're able to scale. And so with, with a lot of, problems that they have when it comes to social content I'm like jr i just don't know what i should be saying all the time i don't know what content to be talking about i don't want to be sharing i was like well share your story but i already did that before that's great now what I, the example that i want you to really think about is like think of your favorite music artist that you that you just love listening to growing up i can guarantee you, you probably listen to the same favorite songs and probably still do today over and over and over again and guess what if they come and do a concert in your town Who's going to be buying a ticket front row or wherever you can to make sure you go see them live? And the crazy thing is we already know what that song is going to be about. We already know how they're going to sing it, when it's going to come on. And if they don't sing our favorite song, we're probably going to be disappointed, especially if we bought a ticket to go to their live concert. So the, the point that I'm making is people want to hear your story over and over again, even if they know it. But from the other context is you never know when that's going to be the first time that someone listens to your story. And so you can't stop telling it. Like how many times have I told people speaking from stages or on social media about me getting blown up in Iraq on February 7, 2007 and making sure you're prepared for the ambush? Probably thousands of times. And that becomes my trademark. That becomes my branding. That becomes what people know me as. And it does. And for the most time, everywhere I say it, it's probably their first time ever hearing it. And so when they hear it for the first time, they're going to want to know more. It's going to drive them in and it's going to be doing that. So that's, that's why I like having you on here. And it's like, okay, you know, I've heard your story many times, but there's always different details. Like, Hey, you know what? I want to hear it again. And I want to hear it again. And I want to hear it again because it becomes who you are. And if I don't hear that from you, 
is like, oh, wait, you change your story up a little bit. Hey, Kyle, go back to your family origin. Hey, Kyle, why didn't you say this part? Hey, Kyle, what, you're missing out this one little thing. And even though for you, you're like, man, I said it so many times, you know, you know, I'll just leave out whatever. But sometimes we're, we're listening to those details. And when people are dialing in and listening to those details, you know, they're paying attention to you. You know that they're resonating with them. You know that your story is like sticking to them. It's like, man, wait, wait, I heard this before, but Kyle said this, or Tony Robbins said this, or JR said this. And then they start wanting to listen. You're changing the way they think and you're gaining the trust. You're building a relationship, even from afar, which eventually they're going to want to come by from you. So just want to hit on that really quick on that one. But you're continuing on something else when it comes to telling your story. Why don't you continue there? Yeah, I think a, a big takeaway that I just took from what you said was, you know, imagine you love this song, right? Like I tell my story one time, you know, or this this song, you don't just listen to a good song once. You play yeah. it over and over. And sometimes I'll listen in the car to the same song from point A to point B, the whole entire way, you know, keep on putting it on replay. But you don't just watch a song once and then you're like you 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 buy something from that person or you go buy a ticket to go to the concert right you might need to listen to it a hundred times to really become a fan and then buy to go to the concert so the same way you know as i think you just made an impact to myself because people people need to hear it maybe 78 times before they end up buying the program or buying or becoming a client which is, which is massive. So you need to put it out there and it doesn't hurt to, to put it out there as well. Yeah. Another really good example that I love to give to people is, you know, almost like Netflix. And I share the story all the time because people just don't really get it where it's, let's just say you got like your favorite show on Netflix. It could be, let's just say 24. So 24 years ago, I don't even know if you were born at that time yet, but 24 popular show from years ago. And you're, you start with the first season you get to know the, the you get to know the characters, you get to know the plot, you get to know the storyline, you get to know everything about them. And while you're getting through the first season, and you get and you're, you're like, man, this is really, really cool. I want to know what's next. Well, guess what? There is nothing next. They didn't come out of season two. It's going out to maybe it's another year that you're gonna have to wait to before you get to the season two. So what happens? You're gonna get pissed off, move on, and find someone else. But if you already had the next season then that person is going to want to binge watch and watch that second season. And then that third season, the fourth season, they're binge watching everything because they're so consumed and loving everything that they're hearing and everything that they're seeing. No different than you. Like you as an entrepreneur, when we go to social media, it's our job to make sure that we are consistent and posting it. And I love what you said about like making sure you're always in the top of people's feed and to be able to do that because that's ultimately what you want to do. You don't know when that one piece of information is going to resonate with that person at the right time. And, but not just that, when you, if you are consistent with it every single day, they see that one message that resonates with them. If you don't have content for them to go back and watch and to be able to consume, they're going to move on, find someone else and forget about who you are. But you hit that one piece of content that resonates with them at that one time. And they're like, man, Kyle, I got to know more. So they go to your page and they start watching more. And guess what? You got days, weeks, months, years of content that they're just binge watching and scrolling through. What is that doing? You're changing their mindset. You're changing their belief to get them to want to know more about who you are because they're falling in love with the character. They're falling in love with the plot and they're falling in love with your message and what you have to offer. And that's a powerful thing. What's cool about that too is, you know, it's like a timeline. They're looking at the most recent post and when they scroll down all the way to the bottom, then they come across me very first starting on social media. Like, 
how the massive difference was. And yeah. by the time they get to the end, they're nearly sold. And I would say, I would say our close rate on the people who have gone all the way through my account and have checked out everything is over 70%. Yeah. That's if powerful, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. But the big thing to take away from this, that if you don't, if you're not consistent, if you're not doing daily postings, if you're not producing daily content, you're not going to have anything for people to watch. They're not going to have anything to consume and then they're going to move on and then they're, they're just going to forget about you. But that's the power of making sure that you're always producing. You're always doing something to continue to grow, to serve your audience, to do something like that. So that's a, that's really powerful. So we, we're getting ready to go on our second break here in another minute or so. But before we do, I, I want to come back from break and really hit on like maybe three to the five top strategies that you're doing now and teaching your audience of what they are doing. Like, hey, yes, we got our foundational pieces, but if you guys are doing this, 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 and this, then it's going to help you build your business. Not even just in the junk removal business, because we all know that a lot of the same strategies that we do in one business is transferable to almost any business. You know, business is business, sales is sales, legion is legion. It's just a getting creative to figure out what's going to work for your industry. So while we go on break, I want you to really think about like, what are those top three to five different things that you're teaching your audience that's making a difference today? That's helping them start, grow their business, getting them to the six figures, whatever that may be. And then we'll, we'll kind of tie in and go into it a little bit deeper over the next uh, part of the show. But uh, yeah, so start start thinking about that and, and what that is. And then we'll definitely come back, hit on that, go in detail. So that way our audience can walk away with some key things that's going to help them be able to grow their business and implement today. So let's stay tuned. We'll come back here in a minute. And now a word from our sponsors. Stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? Let JR Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build the quality of product your clients deserve. And now back to the show. I'm going to open up the floor for you, but what is the first thing that you, you're doing that you're teaching your clients to help them grow? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really the first things first is you need to be posting social media content. You need to be building that personal brand. So the first step is actually building the personal brand because I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on ads and it's far better to actually generate a client organically because it's way more profitable. And usually they end up they end up being a better client to actually work with. So the first one would be building that personal brand. Uh, the second one would be really focusing on the value that you're giving to them, right? And you need to be focused on the actual lifetime value of that customer and not necessarily the first acquisition of the customer, right? Because you know, you might you might not even break the profit that you need on the first acquisition. It might be the second or even the third. But every single person that you service, you need to figure out how you can raise the lifetime value of that customer, figure out exactly what they need or where they're seeking value. And you provide that value to that that person or maybe that business. Um, and you you will continue to make a lot of money, uh, you know, and you again, you really have to focus on like where where do they want to see the most results, right? For a coach, you know, if you're a coach, like 
it's, it's how much money you can actually make the person, right? So, it, you know, like JR, for example, whenever he built my coaching program, you know, if I had questions or whatever, he could kind of help me to where I could even make more money. That's a lot of value. Um, and really the third thing is just really doing, being consistent and disciplined, right? Because I'll, most people know that the answers are right in front of them, but for some reason they do not actually do it. And for, I'll give this quick example of like working out, for example, everyone knows that working out will give you the body that you actually want. Eating healthy will give you the body you want, but nobody really does it, right? Mm. Same thing with business. Like a lot of the, I, I'll tell a hundred people, hey, you should go post social media content and five people will do it. And out of those five people, will they be consistent every single day? And, you know, you really have to be willing to do something for minimum 90 days for it to actually work. And most people will never get to that 90 day mark. So once you have all these systems down and you actually are creating you know, a step-by-step -step list that you need to do every single day. You need to be disciplined enough to be able to do those things every single day. And that's where you're actually going to get an impact on your life and business. Yeah, that's some, that's some gold stuff right there. I want to go back to the first thing you said, building your personal brand on social media, since that was a hot topic we've been hitting on the whole show. Uh, a big question that a lot of people ask me, I don't like to get your feedback on this is, well, I just don't know what to say. I don't have enough content to be going every day. Where do you start and how do you teach them about what to actually say and to be posting on social media? So let me tell you a quick story. So I, I, I used to be that person who said that. I would have went to you and I would have said the same exact thing that they say to you, but somebody helped me out because I actually went to a mastermind, a yacht mastermind. And I went there because a guy had a, a big following and I went to figure out how he grew this following. And I said, hey, man, I'm posting like once every six months right now. How are you posting five times a day? I don't understand. He was like, it's simple, man. You just need to document the process. Don't create. So when you when you are in a creating content uh, standpoint, it's way harder to come up with content because you have to create it. You're trying to create ideas to actually post content. When if you just documented what you're doing, for example, like say there was a camera set up uh, you know, while I'm talking right now, that is documenting content and I can just post it on social media and I could have at least five, maybe 10 videos by the end of this call. So actually documenting the process specifically for a junk removal company, for example, like, Hey, my name's Kyle with Slam Dunk and Junk. We're actually on this job right now. You know, we're removing junk because, you know, John couldn't fit his car in the garage. So we're remo removing this junk so he can actually park the car in the garage. Uh, give us a call if you need anything. Like you cannot overcomplicate it. You just have to document what you're actually doing. Like tell people what you're what you're doing. Hey, I'm getting ready to hop on this call right now. It's going to be across all these platforms. Make sure you tune in. That is content right there. But you cannot overthink it. You just need to get it out there and just document the process. It's really that simple. Yeah, that, that's really powerful because uh, a lot of times people just struggle saying, figuring out what they're going to say next. But but the other thing too is like if you're if people are a coach or they're an entrepreneur and they're not out there doing things anyways for things to document, that should be a red flag and a tell saying you need to be out there doing more in the first place. So and which brings me to like one of your I think it was your uh, your third point where it's saying being consistent and disciplined. Man, gosh, discipline is one of those things that if you are not disciplined, that's 
that's the one thing that's going to keep you from success or give you success is having that discipline. And it's, it's one of those things that most of us, most entrepreneurs are not doing. I always tell people like, there's a few things that's keeping you away from getting success that you need. One is commitment. They're not fully committed to the process they're doing. Two, they're not willing to sacrifice the things that it takes to actually build a business. And three, they're not disciplined enough to be able to do it. I, I, uh, I heard this quote the other day and it really resonated with me. And uh, I definitely want to share with you because I'm sure it's going to do it as well. People, a lot of times people hire coaches because they want accountability. And yes, a coach is there to be accountability. But the reality is if you're wanting to build a business, you're not hiring a coach to hold your freaking hand to give you accountability. You need to be accountable to yourself because of discipline, have the discipline it takes to build your business and be accountable to yourself to be able to do it. Because if, if, you're, if you're just showing up and relying on that coach to hold you accountable to do the things that you got to take, then you shouldn't be an entrepreneur in the first place because you, you just need someone to hold your hand and do it for you. We're here to guide you and give you the tools that's going to help you do it. But it's your job as entrepreneurs to make sure that you're all out there and being accountable to yourself. But when it comes to like your, the social media, what you're saying and learning to, I love what you just said, the, the document, the process. This is one of the fastest ways to actually get content and repurpose it over platform after platform. And that can be reused over and over again. And it does take some work to really understand the process of like, okay, how can I document the process? Well, you got to have a camera. You got to be able to have, make sure that you got things set up that's documenting what you're doing. You got to be able to do Zoom calls, make sure you get the recordings so that way you can chop it up in every piece of content. So there is, <laughs> excuse me, there is a process involved with that. And, uh, but here, here's something that I want the, everyone to understand. Everything that you do on social media, and this is uh, something I learned from a coach a long time ago, it needs to fall into four different categories. And it needs to be purposeful, shareable, likable, and planned. That's a big thing. So purposeful, shareable, likable, and planned. So if what you are posting, it goes back to what, we were, what you were saying before as looking at the people in your seats as your audience and your perfect client, and you're serving them. But if you're not... If you're not putting out content that's serving your perfect clients out there in the audience, then why are you posting it in the first place? Because I guarantee you, they don't really give a rat's ass about what, what you ate for dinner or where you're going out for with, with your girlfriend or your wife and they, or where you're going on vacation or what you're doing different things, unless it is relevant to the growth of helping them. So for instance, some, something that I really like about, admire about you is you're really big and in investing in yourself. You're really big and showing people, hey, this is the type of life, but I'm investing myself so I can come back and serve and help you guys grow because you are only limited by yourself. And if you're not out there investing yourself and putting out the money or doing the experiences or doing hiring coaches and doing masterminds and things like that, you're going to have a really hard time to get anyone to invest in you. So you're, you're going to be limited to how much you invest in yourself as well. So if you never spent more than $1,000 of personal development growth on yourself, I guarantee you, you're going to have a really hard time getting other people to invest more than a thousand dollars with you. It's just a law. I mean, if you're, if you're willing to spend 10, 20, $20,000, $50,000 or whatever for yourself, well, guess what? It's going to be a lot easier for you to attract those type of people who are willing to invest 10, 15, 20, $50,000 in, in you. So we need to make sure that we're out there doing that and, and we're producing the content. And the reason why I say that is because yes, there is a point where we don't need to post our luxury lifestyle or what we're doing and different things like that unless it has a purpose, which for your, for your instance and a lot of other people's is like, hey, I want people to see that I'm investing myself so they get the belief in knowing that I'm actually practicing when I'm preaching. So if I'm going out there doing a yacht mastermind, they need to go out there not necessarily 
saying it has to be a yacht mastermind, but they need to know that they need to go invest in themselves to help them grow personally as well. And you sharing that. So that's what I mean when it says it's purposeful, shareable, likable, planned. It falls into those different things because that's a, that's a really unique scenario when it comes to that. But it boils down to the the, the discipline, being consistent, and making sure that you're giving the results and uh, for what you're doing. I mean, you you let you let so many key things that even for me that was just stuck out. It's like, man, I got to be at the top of everyone's feed, and I'm not because I'm not as consistent as I used to because I'm comfortable because I'm complacent because I'm 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 living the life that I want. But yeah, we can say something interesting as well. Sorry, sorry to interrupt there. Oh, you're good. Um, you know, you said the word likable, right? Does it need to be likable? You know, for your perfect client, yes. But does it need to be likable to everybody? No. Correct. And that's my personal opinion. No, you're, you're right on and, board. And if you're actually going to commit to posting social media and building a personal brand, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you put makeup on or take 100 videos to get the right video. People are going to dislike you. They're going to they're gonna talk shit. They're going to talk about how you're, you have an alfalfa hanging out of your hair or you, you know, maybe your teeth or whatever. You know, people are always going to say something, but you need to set that aside. And people do not talk shit if they're doing better than you because they, they, it's a waste of their time, right? So like, let them do that. But when people talk shit on my comments, for example, all it does is make my posts more engaging because more people are engaging with my posts. So if they want to say something about the car I'm driving, oh, that's a rented Lamborghini, that's a rented yacht, you know, whatever, let them do that because all it's just going to show the social media platform that people like it and they're going to put it in front of more people. So posts that have gotten a lot of backlash have done tremendously well for me and I've made a lot of money on it. So you can never be scared of that. And look at look at Andrew Tate, for example, like how confrontational he was and nobody really liked his content. Well, a lot of people did and a lot of people didn't, right? But look at the impact that he made on himself. He was like the most searched person out there. So when you're posting content out there, just know that people are gonna dislike you along the way. Just know that it's a part of the game. And if you can't take that, I, I recommend that you do not start. Yeah, if, no, I, I'm, I'm right with you. And like the, the thing about being likable is exactly what you said. When we're producing content, it's there to serve our audience, regardless that there's going to be haters out there that want to bash us and talk crap about us and, and, and be mean or for whatever reason. But when we're thinking about content, when I'm saying being likable, that means it's the content that I'm using to serve my ideal client, my perfect client out there. So that's the reason why I ask to be purposeful, shareable, likable, and planned. I'm not thinking about those haters. You're always going to get haters or people that don't like what you have to say regardless. And they're going to be the loudest ones out there to talk bad about you and what, what you have to say. But I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for my perfect clients that are sitting in my seats that value what I have to be able to give. Right. So you definitely did that. And uh, one, one thing that I like to say is the currency is in the comments. So the more comments... They, and likes and comments that you get on your post, the more engagement, the more visibility, the more people are going to see what you have to say. So if someone does go on there and bash about what you say, don't delete it. That's the worst thing you could do. But what you do is you, you engage with that comment that they just gave you and, this, and just respond with love and care and, and support to them because then they're going to go back and keep bashing you or respond back to what you have to say. And every time that happens, you're increasing your visibility and engagement and, and on people's feeds to see even more. So that is a powerful statement that you said, and I definitely appreciate that. We do need to go to our last break. When we come back, 
I want to talk about like what you're going to be speaking at our event at BLM Live at our Entrepreneur Summit, and then also how people can get in touch with you. So think about that. We're going to come back and we will have about 10 minutes when we get back from our last last break. And now a word from our sponsors. Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact? Discover your roadmap in J.R. Spears' book, The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire. Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching, presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities. Don't just survive, but thrive in your industry. Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today. Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show. All right. We only got a few minutes left, and I just want to make sure that we give Kyle an opportunity to talk about. He is going to be one of our amazing keynote speakers at our BLN Live event. And the reason why I wanted to have him up there, because he spoke at our DC event. And after our event, we sent out a survey to everyone, and he was one of the most talked about uh, keynotes from our last event. Everyone was super inspired about this 22-year-old kid that built a junk removal business, and now he's building another million-dollar business in the coaching space, and he's built a phenomenal real estate business, and he just has so much value in doing it because we all need to learn from each other. But uh, there's something said about the younger generation where they're, learn they're moving faster than we are in different things because they may grasp different things, and they may be doing different things better or different or hear different things, but... He's got some great tactics and strategies that every person that gets on that stage or every person that's in that room and they hear Kyle speak from that stage, they're going to walk away with something. So why don't you give us a quick little teaser about what you're going to what to expect from what you're going to be talking about at our event? Absolutely. So, you know, time can change so fast is the really, you know, the first thing is like time can change so fast uh, when you put your head down and grind towards something, which I've done the past few months with one since the last event is building my brand, like building my following, how many followers I have, but also scaling my companies. So I've actually scaled up one, well, multiple companies that I have, but we're doing around $300,000 a month right now maintaining like a 70% profit margin, all from social media. So, so basically at the event, I'm going to be showing showing exactly how I've grown my following to over 100,000 followers in the past like eight weeks. And then basically how we're generating those numbers. So I'm going to be breaking it down in detail, even showing my numbers for all the haters uh, so they don't need to say that it was it was fake or I was I was uh, lying or anything. So I'll be showing that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to be I've spent a lot of money, kind of like you said, on mentorships and paying a lot of companies and stuff like that to, to figure things out for me. So I've spent a lot of money. So a lot of people don't have to spend the money that I spent and I'll be sharing everything uh, there for free. So. That's really cool, man. Well, I'm really pumped and excited about having you there share the stage with me again. And every time I get the opportunity to bring on other speakers, I would always want to find a space for you because you definitely bring a ton of value. And I know you're always going to bring something fresh and something new because one thing about you, Kyle, that I definitely appreciate more than most people is you actually take the time to invest in yourself and, and writing down new content and making sure you're delivering at a high, high value that's easy for people to understand. And I just know that it's never going to be a disappointment. So Really excited about it for you. You got a really bright future, even bigger than where you're at right now. And I just can't, I'm just glad I get to be part of it. And it's, uh, you're, you're going to definitely make an impact and a difference to everyone that gets the opportunity to work with you. So excited about that, getting you at our stage now. 
We only got about two more minutes left. Why don't you share about what you're doing in regards to uh, Junk Academy and how someone can get in touch with you if they're interested in wanting to move forward with you? Yeah, absolutely. So with Junk Academy, really, you know, we just we help people launch uh, junk removal companies around the country. We've got 170 people around the country right now. Um, you know, the market is not saturated, so I do not want to hear it. Don't think that, you know, there's less junk removal companies than realtors, contractors, restaurants, car washes, that sort of thing. Uh, and it's a massive difference in data. So junk removal has massive opportunity right now. It's also a simple business that you can actually start. Um, and we've got students that'll probably make about a half a million in revenue this year. Plenty doing uh, the few hundred thousand dollar mark as well. So really, we're just sharing exactly how um, you can start a junk removal company in your area from step by step to scale it to multiple five figures a month. Um, and really, you can do it in the first 30 days, first 60 days. Um, you know, we've seen it all. So in terms of people getting uh, in contact with me, I recommend that you go on Instagram is a great way to contact me. Kyle Landwehr 11, K-Y-L-E-L-A-N-D-W-E-H-R 11. Just send me a DM, we'll get to you. And um, I'm actually doing a free webinar um, this upcoming Thursday where I'm showing for free how to start a junk removal company and scale it to five figures a month. Love that, man. 